Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Geek News Central. My name is Todd Cochran, coming to you from the new media production studio. Microsoft opens Bing AI for public testing. No wait list required. The president proposes a 30% tax on cryptocurrency energy consumption. Googlers are angry about their CEO's $226 million pay after cuts and perks and 12,000 layoffs. And AI is going to offer every student a personalized tuner, founder of Khan Academy says. I want to welcome you to episode 1,667 of the Geek News Central podcast for Thursday, May the 4th be with you. This show is sponsored in part by GoDaddy.com and listeners just like you. Great deals from GoDaddy can be found at geeknewscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Of course, you can support this show today at geeknewscentral.com forward slash insider. Hey, I want to give a warm, warm welcome to all the new listeners of the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Again, when you get over to the website, make sure you follow or subscribe to the show. That way you'll be connected at all times. Sign up for the newsletter while you're there. And of course, you can join our chat room at geeknews.chat or our Discord channel as well. You can always contact me via email, geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com, or of course, on Twitter at geeknews. You can follow me on Facebook just by searching for my name. And of course, you want to follow our partner shows. Those are all listed at geeknewscentral.com, including the new media show with myself, Mr. Rob Greenlee, the Gadget Professor with Mr. Don Bain, the GNC Week in Review with Kirk and Scott. Definitely check those shows out. Get connected. That way, you won't miss any of our family of shows. It's a great way to, to get connected with the entire family of podcasts here at Geek News Central. Of course, this show is sponsored by the longest-running continuous sponsor of podcasts. That's our good friends over at GoDaddy. You can lock in some amazing savings by going over to geeknesscentral.com, geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Again, get over there. Get over the website. Get onto the page. 30% off on new product purchases or a 499.com for those of your brand new customers. That's a brand new domain for a new customer or one that you're transferring one in, one-time use code. Or get two of the best hosting deals on the planet, $1.99 a month economy hosting for the first year of the free domain. Again, $1.99 a month economy hosting for the first year of the free domain or $2.99 a month manage WordPress hosting for the first year with a free domain as well. Those are the absolute two best hosting plans on the planet. Get it locked in and save. Of course, you can get a free trial of GoDaddy Website Builder, your choice of personal, business, or business plus plans. And Geek News Central listeners save an average of 94% on GoDaddy hosting accounts. So definitely check those out. 
Get over to geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy and save, lock in those savings. And we appreciate it when you share the codes with your friends, family members, and people that you may know. So just an update here, very interesting update. I had an email yesterday from Starlink and uh, they said, you will not uh, be charged for overages. And I'd be honest with you, I've been looking at my usage. And even though I've been using my Starlink really, really heavy, streaming movies, doing work at home four days a month, um, the weekends, I'm still six, seven, eight hundred megs. I'm not even coming close or gigs, excuse me, uh, per month. I haven't even come close to one terabyte yet. Of course, we haven't moved any of the streaming there. So I might try streaming a couple of shows in the near future from uh, from the from the from the loft a a k the compound so we'll see that's uh it should be interesting to try that again i'm not sure how well it will work out we are lit in live right now and we are available via those great new podcasting apps at podcastapps.com we definitely want you to try one out you want to watch the show live via one of those apps go over there and grab one i've written a great article on the website at geeknesscentral.com on the procedure that you as a listener can utilize to get involved in what I've been talking about here. Let's talk about boosting your loose listening experience, the value for value model for podcast support link will be up in the show notes. Definitely check out the instructions there and ask me if it's not clear. Let me know. Let me know if you don't understand what I've written up, get involved with the value for value model. At the same time, I heard today, and I almost laughed when I, well, I actually kind of did laugh when I heard it, that uh, the vice president has been named as the new AI czar. And if, if fiction could be any, I mean, it's just like, really? I, I, I looked to make sure it wasn't April Fool's Day. I was just a little bit surprised. Uh, but that's the word. She's the new AI czar. She's going to lead the administration and coming with policy on AI. And it makes me go, hmm, in a big, big way. Hey, if you're watching today, whether it be on YouTube or Facebook, or if you're watching on Twitch or Twitter, uh, make sure you say hello. We want you to check in. We definitely appreciate it when you do. So I've got a great lineup of content tonight. Uh, Kirk did a good job of doing some prep. And uh, it's exciting the season for things to be just a little slower in news. But uh, he did some, uh, did find some great articles. I pulled a few more off Tech Meme uh, before the show. But start off with Microsoft is open Bing AI for public testing. No wait list required. It's also adding rich media answers, conversation histories, and more. As if to celebrate the new phase of Bing. Microsoft is rolling out several new features. For one, it can go beyond mere text responses, deliver charts, graphs, and rich formatting. The Bing Image Creator, which taps into Dale E to craft AI-generated pictures, is also now supports more than 100 languages that Bing's standard search offers. Microsoft says it's working on multimodal support, which would allow you to upload images and to search for specific content. You could, for example, ask Bing to search for furniture that matches a unique bookcase in your home. Dedicated users 
We'll appreciate the addition of conversation histories. Previously, your chats with Bing AI would disappear into the ether. Now, just like ChatGBT, you'll be able to continue older discussions at will. Microsoft is also trying to optimize the user experience a bit. If you click into a link from a chat result, your conversation will be moved into the edge sidebar for easy reference. And uh, we'll see. As you expect, Microsoft also wants to fashion Bing's AI chat into a genuine platform. The company will soon offer third-party plugins to do things like confirm a reservation through OpenTable or fetch complex mass solutions from Wolfram Alpha. It'll be interesting to see my Microsoft manage those plugins, though. How will those services be approved? And they'll be able to access any of your data beyond the conversation they're being used in. Of course, the Edge browser is getting its fair share of upgrades soon. Microsoft says we'll eventually see a sleeker and enhanced interface thanks to round corners and semi-transparent elements. So a little bit of marketing message in there with that announcement. So have you used Bing at all? Let me know about your experience here. I'd love to get your feedback on, on how are you using it. Drop me an email to geeknews at gmail.com. For those of you that mine crypto, and I don't know how they're going to enforce this, the president is proposing a 30% tax on cryptocurrency energy. This would be an excise tax proposal, would be the country's most radical action to curb out-of-control electric use for cryptocurrency. So the DAME Act, D-A-M-E, sounds like something that Sam Spade might write if he quit being a private eye and if he ran for Senate, but the odd acronym stands for Digital Asset Mining Energy Excise Tax citing the environment impact of electrical energy production as well as higher energy prices, Dame's final result would be a massive, massive 30% tax on the energy used for cryptocurrency mining. It's not the first time the U.S. government entities have attempted to directly legislate cryptocurrency mining, either to curb it or to boost it. Though laws pertaining to crypto are still in their infancy, cryptocurrency can be considered either securities or commodities on the federal level, and it is therefore subject to tax based on its value in U.S. dollars. Cryptocurrency exchanges are covered under the Bank Secrecy Act and other federal financial laws, and one of the administration's priorities has been creating a more comprehensive national policy on cryptocurrency regulation, because what they want to do is they want to stop crypto, and they want to very shortly force us all go to go to digital dollars. And if you don't believe that they're going to try to do that, they want us to go to a non-cash society. They want you to have to buy everything with your phone, with some sort of device. They want to track every penny that goes in and out of your account. They don't want you to use quarters, nickels, 50 cent pieces. They want you to use dollars in digital currency, not cash greenback. Mark my words, they are going to press hard to remove currency. When I was out in Las Vegas, I could not pay cash for food. Everything had to be used a card. And if you didn't have a card, you were screwed. So cash is no longer king. The government wants to get rid of any cash. Mark my words. And this is a big, why there's a big assault. Why there's a huge, huge assault on digital currencies going on. Because guess what? It doesn't cost the government anything to create digital dollars. They don't have to go to a printing press, nothing. They just, in the ether, poof, create more. It's already bad enough as they run the printing presses full, full tilt. 
It just won't. It's going to change everything. And many countries around the world are trying to force it down people's throats. AI. Been talking a lot about AI. You're probably sick of hearing about AI. But it's going to affect everyone. And AI is going to give every student, according to Khan Economy founder, it's going to give every student a personalized tutor. And I could believe this. I think over time, as things get better, within 10 years, students will have personalized tutors. It's going to happen. Every kid will have one. They'll be able to ask questions and get answers. It's, it's no doubt in my mind. He says, I think we're at the cusp of using AI for probably the biggest positive transformation that education has ever seen. The way we're going to do that is by giving every student on the planet an artificial, intelligent, but amazing personal tutor. Throughout his presentation, he gave a demo of his organization's chatbot called Kamingo, which can assist students in a variety of subjects, including math, computer science, and writing. The thing I worry about about, the thing I worry about when it comes to this, history is already being rewritten and dumbed down. If the bot doesn't have a full, unobstructed view to true history, how are people going to learn? If, and, you know, what we've done is we've learned from the past, right? We've learned from our past mistakes. We've learned from past transgressions. We've learned from good things we've done. It's the history that defines us and how we shape our society. So if a student is going to have a tutor that's going to help them with American history, it needs to contain the entire unabridged American history. But my concern is with the way the world has shifted and information being shared today is not in its full unbiased truth where students are now fed bits and pieces of information, this could be very detrimental because people only be taught what the tutors, what the digital tutors are allowed to teach them. Is it going to talk about what happened in World War II and the atrocities that were done by the German government? Is it going to talk about our history in this country and about the Civil War and different things that happened? Is it going to give a true account if you have a tutor? When it comes to math, that will probably pretty, be pretty straightforward, one would think. But it makes you wonder if we're headed to a time where an AI will shape what we know, what we learn, what we think. Keep, I know it's a good time to be keeping those those books on the shelves so that history cannot be rewritten. Although they're trying already with textbooks in schools. So what do you think about an AI going to be every student's personalized tutor? Would you sign up for that? Would you want to have oversight? Would you want to see the information that was being provided? As a parent, I think I would. I think I would want to see, especially anyone that was under my purview, that's under the age of 18 in the United States, I would want to see what questions were being asked and the answers that were being given when it comes to a student's personalized tutor. I'd want to see what was being provided as ground truth. Of course, the way we are today, we're getting into generational lack of knowledge. So sometimes parents looking at the data themselves may not know ground truth from not. 
But I think it's time that we have to really have a serious look at how students are being educated and the information that is not being shared with them that should be. Moving into finance information, Shopify is seeing a $1.5 billion loss turn into a $68 million profit, and it's celebrated by firing 20% of its staff. The job cuts come less than three months after the president of the Ottawa-based firm told the Canadian press there's no cuts coming from for us. In quarter one, 2023, they, re- they reported $1.5 billion in revenue, up 25% year-on-year, and earnings of five cents a share, net income rose to one point four seven. Oh, excuse, net income rose from a one point four seven billion loss this time last year to a modest sixty eight million profit this quarter. So they're going to lay off a whole bunch of people, and they're selling some stuff too. Amazon plans to rework its Alexa in the age of Chat GBT. They want it to be able to tell bedtime stories and things like that. This is uh, an interesting, this is from a leaked document. Amazon visions Alexa seeming like an entity that thinks instead of fetching. One notable section of the Alexa LLM entertainment use case paints a picture of how the system will particularly make media recommendations, news delivery, and storytelling more conversational. Another example shows if a user asks, to find the HBO Netflix show where rich people go on vacation to Sicily or Hawaii, then the device would figure out that it's White Lotus and the user asks what the cast is and give those informations. Or some child would ask it for a bedtime story about a mouse. I'm not sure that I want an AI response giving a story to my child and becoming another babysitter. I think we have to be carry, careful about the implementation of these devices around our children. In a sign of the times, working from home could kill career advancement, so says the CEO of IBM. And a lot of people don't like to hear this. He isn't telling his employees that they have to return to the office, but he did warn that continuing to work remotely could mean being passed over for a promotion or career advancement. He trotted out the same Microsoft arguments that we've become accustomed to, and you can tell when people don't like being told they have to go back to work, that he said in an interview that we work better together and that managers need to be able to see folks who's worked their director every once in a while. There is truth to working better together. And there's truth in being able to see folks every once in a while. As a team that works 100% remote, I wish my team was able to be together more often as a team to be able to function and share information and collaborate. But we're often stuck to Zoom meetings and Zoom discussions that are not as personal and as deep and often rushed. So what say you? Do you feel that we're being hurt by being as remote as we are not having that in-office experience. He says this applies to managers arguing they require face-to-face time with staff to properly do their jobs. He says remote work is viable for individual contributors. He said adding that moving from there to another role is probably less likely because nobody's observing them in another context. It will be tougher, not impossible, but probably a lot tougher. We know that Corporate leaders have been jockeying to get staff back to the office, 
and not everyone has been successful. Of course, Apple's attempts to get staff back to its headquarters in early 2022 met strong opposition. The company scrapped the move, citing rising cases, but as of March 23, has reportedly ordered employees back to the office three days a week on the pain of termination. So it's often being reported now in these articles that this is an old way of thinking. But one thing is for sure. Those that are productive at home, that can show their managers and bosses that they're productive, will rise to the top no matter what. Those that you feel are not being productive will not. Moving on to another earnings report, Lyft has a weak forecast, overshadowing strong first quarter and the shares are down. Lyft forecasts a dissipating second quarter on Thursday despite a strong performance on the January-March period through feigning doubts about its effort to turn around its ride share business amid competition from Uber. Shares fell 11% in trading after the bell. The dismal forecast follows job cuts by Lyft, which is trying to cut costs under new CEO David Risher, who took charge last month. The company said the company should be a strong second player in North American rideshare market by the end of the year and expected to save around $330 million a year from cost cuts, a.k.a. salaries, the number one expense for every business. Meanwhile, Apple beat targets as quarterly sales dropped 3%. Service revenues hit a record $20.9 billion. So they reported a revenue of $94.8 billion down 3% and net income still of $24.2 billion, $1.52 per diluted share, a 3.4% year-over-year drop, which is Apple's quarter two or fiscal 23 financial analysis expected revenues in 92.96, so they beat the street. Apple services rose 5.5% to $20.9 billion, edging over the $20.8 billion for the year end of 2022 quarter. So. Uh, Apple expects a June 2023 quarter to be similar to this first quarter. The U.S. government wants to use AI, but ethically. The U.S. government plans to release an AI policy for public comment. The OMB said the agency will be releasing a draft policy guidance on the use of AI systems by the U.S. government for public comment. It comes as administration officials, including the vice president, met with the chief executive of Alphabet, Anthropic, Microsoft, and OpenEye, the four companies at the heart of the AI developed in the United States. OMB AI policy we released this summer with the idea that the public will have a chance to comment before the government acts. Specifically, the government agencies would be able to responsibly leverage AI to advance their mission and strengthen their ability to equitably serve Americans. The immediate problem is AIs are evolved rapidly with or without input from the government, as we know. And of course, people are already finding clever ways to use AI to scam people out of their money. One AI basically learned a young lady's voice. She was off at college and the AI called the father and in her voice asked her father to send over $600 via a specific way. And the father did. So the uh, father was tricked into thinking he was talking to his daughter, but he was talking to an AI bot. 
So maybe it's time to set up code words with your family members to indicate if you get a call from me and it seems a little off, let's ask for the secret code word to share between each other to make sure we know that we're talking with each other. Do I have to come up with a secret code word to indicate that this show is, I don't think I can do that, right? Because it wouldn't be secret, right? Moving on, House lawmakers ask for investigation into Apple store labor practices. Politicians want the NLRB to investigate claims of anti-union tactics. Here we go again. In March, the Communication Workers American Union filed charges with the NLRB over the purported retaliation. CWA believes Apple used thin pretext to fire intimidating employees, such as slightly late arrivals and even typos and timesheets. Some of the workers reportedly forced to sign a release of claims against the company if they wanted a severance packages. They say this practice, those practices are illegal. So, looks like NLRB will be looking at Apple. It's not like they can't afford to pay any fines. Paramount Plus has topped 60 million subscribers thanks to Picard and the NFL. New originals like 1923 also help the streaming service grow quickly. I watched the entire 1923 series and absolutely wish it would have continued. I'm going to hate to have to wait a long time for the next, next season. There were other successes. Paramount's free-to-watch Pluto TV service topped 80 million monthly active users thanks to a 35% year-to-year jump in viewing hours. Company increased reliance on streaming also became clear through financial figures while overall subscription revenue climbed 50% compared to year-to-year. The money through from Paramount surged 65%. So we're all paying for this media. Google, Google Photos tests more complex search to help find specific images. So users can search for terms like colorful sunset and receive results that are most relevant to that query. Similarly, the test displays users can search for people they may have tagged paired with a specific place they may have been. So they're using, looks like, some new search AI to examine photos to help you find photos in your own Google Photos account, which is Kind of funny if you ask me. Samsung, Samsung's teasing better sleep, fitness, and safety features for its next Galaxy Watch. A one UI 5 watch beta program will open up for Galaxy Watch 4 and 5 users later this month. And it's been relatively quiet on the Samsung Galaxy Watch rumor front, but they have some ideas on what to expect. Samsung announced that the watch will launch on one UI 5 watch, a new version of its skin to run over Google Wear OS 3. The update will include several refinements, existing features like sleep tracking and emergency SOS, while all introducing personalized heart rate zones. So uh, I very rarely, very rarely see a watch other than an Apple watch when I'm roaming around. Maybe it's just because I don't look for Samsung watches. FTC has said that Meta misled parents and failed to protect children using Facebook's Messenger Kids app. So the Federal Trade Commission said Meta violated this order, and the and they proposed a series of changes to the order on Wednesday after agency claimed Meta mishandled data. The, tw- the initial 2020 order led to a five billion dollar settlement. 
The proposed change would have slowed Meta's ability to release new products until they confirmed to meet privacy requirements. So they're making changes and suggesting changes to the settlement. Doesn't look like there is new money being fined here. Uh, should not come as a surprise that Meta is collecting everything they can on us. You have a BMW, 90,000 of old, older BMWs are too dangerous to drive due to airbag recall, the manufacturer says. It's to do with the Takata airbags. They can have a 50% failure rate. So in 2015, the largest automated recall in U.S. history began due to the faulty airbag inflators manufactured by automotive supplier Takata. At least 32 million cars recalled, but the following year, the number grew as many as 67 million airbags and 42 million vehicles, with at least 24 people killed due to the defective parts. But quite a few recalled cars have not yet had their airbags replaced. And on Thursday, BMW issued a do not drive warning to approximately 90,000 owners telling them to park their vehicle if they've not been fixed. The problem has been a lack of desiccant or chemical drying agent that would otherwise prevent the ammonia nitrate propellant from taking on moisture due to long-term exposure to heat and humidity. And sometimes it causes it to fail. So this is big. Last November, there was do not drive warnings that were issued for uh, Dodge Chargers and Challengers and Chryslers as well. So they say BMW is saying park your vehicle. If you have a 2000, 2006, three series, the E46 version, including the M3 model year, 2000 to 2003, five series, the E39, and yes, the M52, and the model year 2000, 2004, X5s, the E53s have yet to have their airbags from Takata replaced yet. So call your BMW dealer if you are not fully sure if your car is under this or not. UK competition watchdog opens AI, opens review into AI models. So they've announced an initial impact review in response to continued growth. The investigation reported a look at how the creation distribution of AI tech would impact five reaching areas, appropriate transparency and explainability, accountability and governance, safety, security and robustness. Overall, the review aims to learn how AI foundation models can and will likely impact both competition and consumer protection. So everyone's starting to look at this, getting up to speed. Waymo doubles services areas for its fleet of robo-taxis. You have to be in Phoenix or San Francisco to try it out. And based on what's going on in San Francisco, I will not be going into San Francisco anytime soon. Maybe Phoenix. I love Phoenix. But uh, have you rode in one of these Waymos yet? I'd love to hear from you if you have. Tesla, on the other hand, has reopened long-range Model 3 orders after almost nine months. The company has cut the starting price by over $10,000 and lowered the estimated range by about, by about $30. So the Model 3 now starts at $47,400. The company was selling car for $57,900. The car is eligible for a $37,50 government subsidy. And if you do the Model 3 with the longer range, it's up to 325 miles. That's a drop from 358 that Tesla previously said the EV would be able to travel on a single charge. 325 is not, that's, that's, it's surprising. It's that, that low. It really, really is. Google has officially reveals the Pixel Fold. 
So, you know, if this is a phone that you might be interested of after months of rumors and leaks, Google has confirmed the Pixel Fold existent. It showed off the foldable in an official capacity for the first time in a video posted on Twitter and YouTube. The company is expected to reveal the Pixel Fold at Google I.O. next week. However, as often been the case over the last few years, Google has offered an early peek in a coming device before a splashier launch event. So a Pixel Fold is coming to a wallet or pocket near you. Hulu has added PBS station to its live TV uh, channel lineup. Magnolia Network is also coming to the service. So this includes a variety of local PBS affiliates, PBS Kids offerings. I haven't watched a PBS channel in years. But they do have shows like the Antique Roadshow, Frontline, Masterpiece, and a whole line of Ken Burns documentaries. So uh, if you're a PBS fan, coming to Hulu. Elon Musk Boring Company will now build a 65-mile tunnel network underneath Las Vegas. Is received approval to expand the Vegas Loop even further. The current Vegas Loop is around the Las Vegas Convention Center. So that's interesting. The current plan is to build 65 miles of tunnels with 69 stations. So where are they all going to stop? And I guess there's a map. It's going to go right. looks like it's going to go right down the strip. The commissioners voted 61 after TBC's lawyer Stephanie Allen assured them the company and not the taxpayers will be paying for the project entirely. The lone dissenting vote came from Commissioner Marilyn Kilpatrick, who raised concerns about the transit system serving only tourists and not taking resort and casino employees into account. Apparently, Kilpatrick has been in calls from people in her district because it's getting harder and harder for them to get to work due to the tunnel's construction. TBC's lawyer said the company is planning to expand residential areas near this trip to accommodate workers. At the moment, the Vegas Loop is still around two miles long with five stops around the Las Vegas Convention Center. TBC plans to dig more tunnels connecting network to Henry Reed International Airport, Allegiant Stadium. You know what you do? You get in a car and they drive you in a car. You're not in, a, you're, you're not in some tube. You're, you're in a car under the ground. It's not what you think. So again, the Loop is purely being driven by vehicles at this point. All right. Discord is growing up, so everyone needs to pick a new username. They're getting rid of the four-digit suffixes, suffixes appended to usernames and, and pushing users to grab new handles on the service. So that's interesting. As known a post on Discord, this change will force most users to change their usernames. As Discord will no longer have the four number tag that distinguishes one person with the same username for another. Instead, you'll have to have a unique alphanumeric username with the at symbol in front of it. Unfortunately, this process means everyone in Discord will need to select, again, a new username. Mozilla is setting up shop on Mastodon and trying to reinvent content moderation. If you want to be a member of Mozilla Social, Mozilla's new Mastodon instance, you're not allowed to harass others. You're not allowed to use derogatory language a bender about gender, sex, sexual orientation, race, age, ability, or any other physical, social, culture attributes or classifications. You can't spread misinformation and disinformation or impersonate someone. Some of these are normal policies. Some are unusually heavy-handed, and they're all hard to litigate. Mozilla's stance is pretty simple and extremely unusual in the mass metaverse. And uh, 
So that's what's going on. So if you want to be on Mozilla.social, you got to abide by their rules. Finally tonight, DoorDash sales soars. Consumer stick with deliveries. Food delivery company revenues grew 40% to $2.04 billion, topping Wall Street estimates. And because I don't have a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, I can't see any further. <laughs> all right, that's going to bring us to close today's show. A little short and sweet. I hope you all have a great weekend coming up. Do not forget that uh, you can participate in the brand new sexy ability to support and boost this show live by using a podcast app at podcastapps.com. Trying one of these new fandangled podcasting apps. Don't use a legacy app. Get on the bandwagon here. Give it a try. Again, it's been my pleasure to bring you show tonight. I want you as always to uh, consider dropping me an email, geeknews at gmail.com, at geeknews on Twitter, at geeknews at geeknews.chat on Mastodon. And of course, uh, you all be safe. Have a great weekend. I will see you back here on Monday. Everyone take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.